Welcome to Calling Monster Island, where the host Godzilla Kid will tell you all there is to know about Godzilla. And I know it's been a long, long while since our last episode, but uh, we're going to get back into it today um, with uh, the 1975 film Terror of Mechagodzilla. So yeah, we're uh, kicking off our new episode with Terror of Mechagodzilla, um, one of my personal uh, favorite Godzilla movies. Um, yeah, this one is a pretty good one. Um, so we don't really have a huge ton of news. Um, so I I decided. Um, I am going to cover the news, uh, but it's going to be a quick, like, one minute for each thing, so we can get right into our movie. Um, so, without further ado, uh, let's get started on this news. So, um, anyone who watches the, uh, the web series, uh, Godzibon, the Toho web series... Guess what? There's Bandai figures now. So, yeah. If you always liked the puppets uh, from Godzibon, guess what? There uh, are figures for all three of the main Godzilla brothers. Uh, Godzilla-kun, Minya, and uh, Little. His name is Little Godzilla, but they call him Little in the show. So, yeah. And then... My other piece of news is uh, we got a little bit more footage for Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, it was basically just old footage with about uh, about uh, probably six seconds worth of new footage. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, let's jump right into our movie. Um, so, Terror of Mechagodzilla, 1975, uh, is a very good movie, and I'm going to tell you a lot about this movie. <laughs> so, uh, first, let me set you up with a little bit of history of what is going on, um, you know, right now with this movie, because this, this movie, uh, was made during a very interesting time. Uh, it was during the Toho, uh, Champion Film Fest, the Toho Champion Film Festival, uh, that featured three Godzilla movies, Godzilla vs. Megalon, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, and Terror of Mechagodzilla. Um, as always, I strongly advise against, uh, listening to this podcast before you have seen the movie, you know, so if you haven't seen the movie or the prequel, you know, just stop listening right now, go watch them, and then come back and watch the movie. I strongly advise to watch the movie before you listen to the podcast, because, you know, 
you can't get all the details from just the podcast. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's continue. So, yeah, basically, this movie was made for the, uh, Champion Film Festival. So that's why on the posters, uh, if you've ever seen the official poster, you'll see it has this little Godzilla emblem, uh, with its tail wrapped around a big green circle that says Champion Film Festival. Um, that's because, uh, it was during the Champion Film Festival. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of all what's going on, uh, right now. So, yeah, that's, that's all that's going on, you know, right now. In 1975, it was almost the end of the, uh, Champion Film Festival, so, you know, there's not too much behind the lore or anything in history. So let me let me just get started on the plot. So um basically this uh this group, this uh research group um is trying to uh find pieces of Godzilla. I mean, not pieces of Godzilla, pieces of Mecha Godzilla, because you know this is after uh, Godzilla versus Me- uh, Mecha Godzilla. So, um, you know, they're looking for exploded pieces of Mecha Godzilla. Um, so, this research group is, you know, looking for it, and basically. Um, the ship is crushed by, uh, Titanosaurus. Um, so everybody is like, oh no, this, uh, ship was crushed. So we have to see what's going on. Um, but not just anybody goes to see what's going on. Interpol. The guys from Interpol, uh, they go to see what's going on. So, they're like... So, it was destroyed by some kind of monster. And Godzilla's good now, so it couldn't have been Godzilla. So, uh, you know, we gotta gotta look into this. So they started looking into it, and then they remember uh, there was this guy a long time ago named Dr. Mifune who, excuse me, um, who studied a dinosaur named Titanosaurus, uh, who, like, many people mocked him for, you know, believing and studying that, and, uh, you know, he, he said that this dinosaur was still alive in the modern day, so they were like, Maybe we should, you know, look into this. So they go to his estate, and they are greeted by a girl, which is one of the main characters of this movie. Her name is Katsura. And Katsura open, well, answers the door, and uh, they're like, Hello, we're looking for Dr. Mifune. We work with Interpol. And she's like, Oh, um... 
Dr. Mifune was my father, and Dr. Mifune died a long time ago. And they were like, well, do you have any of his notes? And she was like, no, I, I burnt all of his notes because, you know. I, I, so what I've noticed from a lot of these Godzilla movies, um, well, actually just from 54, uh, when a scientist is going to die, it, I guess it's like the honorable thing to burn their notes because, you know, they are much, much smarter than the public. So if they had something very destructive, like a, a Dr. Serizawa, you know, if there was anything very destructive, you know, they don't want that getting out to humanity and they don't want that, you know, to be used as a weapon of war. Um, so she says that she burnt all his notes. And then the Interpol people are like, well, thank you for letting us, you know, check everything out. If you hear anything, you know, let us know. So they leave. And then uh, part of the plot gets revealed to us um, by the by the movie that... Uh, Dr. Mifune is still alive, and, uh, Katsura, um, like, basically there's a whole huge giant laboratory, uh, down, like, almost in the, in the basement of the, uh, of the, um, of the house, and it's, like, big enough to store Mechagodzilla, so she goes down there. And, uh, we see that Dr. Mifune is still alive. Uh, we see that Dr. Mifune is still alive. He's, like, totally okay. Um, and aliens, the aliens, uh, the black hole planetary aliens, are working with him to rebuild Mechagodzilla. So that's why the research group couldn't find any bits and pieces of Mechagodzilla. That's because the aliens scooped them all up before anyone could do anything about it. So, yeah, basically, uh, um, it, you know, like, just the, the, the aliens are like, Haha, <laughs> stupid humans, they can't under, they don't know that we're doing this, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they install a uh, mind control device in Titanosaurus. Um, so they're like, okay, so we got this mind control device, and now what we gotta do is, you know, mind control Titanosaurus. So, uh, they're, well, not mind control Titanosaurus. They're like, okay, we got Titanosaurus, now we just need Mechagodzilla. We need a monster. Kind of like Megalon, uh, where you need a monster to lead him, you know? Okay, we need a, we need a monster to lead Titanosaurus. So, they're like, okay, how about Mechagodzilla? And they're like, well, Mechagodzilla... You know, Mechagodzilla is almost complete. 
But we've decided that, you know, to make Godzilla, I mean, to make Mechagodzilla stronger and to make him more fit for battle, what we should do is install brain tissue in his, uh, you know, like, in his body so that he is, you know, not able to be destroyed with just his head getting ripped off like Godzilla did in the last movie. Um, so they're like, well, Katsura, you know, we can just use her brain tissue. So they use some of her brain tissue and, um, like, build it into, uh, Mechagodzilla. Um, and basically, you know, Katsura sees the guy from Interpol a couple more times and... There's, like, uh, a love story that forms. And um, Katsura becomes a cyborg because of the evil aliens. Uh, Because, for some reason, the aliens think that just her brain tissue is not enough. She must be a cyborg as well. So, it's like... You know, they, she gets more and more machine throughout the movie. And she gets, like, told what to do, but inevitably, you know, she, she inevitably, like, just stops it. You know, stops anyone else from getting hurt. Um, I guess that's how you could say. Um. And basically, uh, you know, Titanosaurus and Mechagodzilla go rummaging the city for a while. And Godzilla shows up, and he's like, I'm going to destroy you. And uh, then Titanosaurus fights him for about three seconds, and Mechagodzilla blasts him with his new rotating missiles. And Godzilla, next thing... You know it, Godzilla's being buried alive by Titanosaurus. Um, and Mechagodzilla keeps destroying the city. So, eventually, there's a meetup in the lab. Uh, um, with the Interpol guy, and the evil aliens, and Katsura, and Dr. Mufune. And... Um, you know, the Interpol guy gets, like, tied up. He eventually unties himself and kills a bunch of the alien guys. And then, um, you know, uh, um, you know, just kills the alien guys. Uh, but while that was happening... Uh, the humans had developed a sonic wave machine to interfere with the mind control device uh, on Titanosaurus, but also, like, um, make her, yes, I do want to bring that up, Titanosaurus is a girl, for sure, it has been proven, Uh, Titanosaurus is a girl, (laughs) Um, you know, to also, like, make her feel pain and to like torture her near the end so 
Um, basically, uh, basically what happens is, um, Katsura gets shot in the arm by another Interpol guy. <laughs> and, you know, with Titanosaurus taken care of, Godzilla gets out and rips Mechagodzilla's head off because he thinks, you know, that'll help. Well, that, that'll work because that's what he did before. But, you know, with the brain tissue, he's okay. He's, you know, he's fine. So, they're like, okay, this is pretty bad, you know. Like, you know, it's just bad. And the Interpol guy has this struggling moment where, like, Katsura says that the only way to kill Mechagodzilla is to kill her. And he has this, this, like, moment. You know, he, he has this moment. It's like, save her or save the world. And he is... You know, he inevitably is like, no, I am not, you know, he, he doesn't want to kill his girlfriend. That makes sense. You know, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but, you know, they're like, you know, every, like, you know, every Godzilla movie ends with the hero winning. So what happens? Getsura kills herself. With a, uh, wait, with a, uh, one of the aliens' laser guns. Um, Godzilla destroys Mechagodzilla, and the movie ends with, uh, uh, the Interpol guy holding, uh, Katsura's body while watching Godzilla swim away in the sunset for a decades-long rest. So, that's the plot. Time for favorite and least favorite moments. Okay, so, I'm going to start off with my favorite, because I just, I, I just want to start off with favorite. So, there is a lot of good stuff in this movie. So, it took me a while uh, to be able to find just one moment, but... I have found one. I have found one, just one moment that I can call my favorite. Okay, so. Basically, um, you know, uh, during the course of the movie, um, Katsura is becoming more and more machine throughout the movie, and she she knows that, and she knows that, but it's almost like with her becoming more and more machine, she becomes more and more lifeless because she like. Uh, she just, like, is very, very, 
um, you know, she's very, very, like, almost alien-like, you know, because it's just, like, she becomes so much more, less and less human throughout the movie, um, but my favorite moment in this movie, my favorite moment, um, and it's not because it's, like, goofy Showa action or anything. I like when the Interpol guy, uh, first gets to the underground lair, and Katsura, like, comes at him with a gun, like she's about to shoot him. You know, it's like, that really, really shows that she is becoming more and more robotic. Because... She, you know, this is her, her boyfriend, um, and, you know, the love interest of the movie. And usually in Godzilla movies, or old giant monster movies alike, the hero, which is usually the guy, gets the girl. But, you know, like, that, that doesn't happen in this movie. It breaks the stereotype. It's like... Literally, he he wants to have, you know, he wants to be able to have that happy ending. And, you know, for the, the supposed hero to end up with the girl. But he doesn't, you know. And it is very, it's a very good, uh, just a, a very good way of showing that she has become more robotic than, you know, human. But she does pull through and, you know, become the very most human she can at the very end by sacrificing herself so that she can save the entire world from the wrath of Mechagodzilla. So, yeah. I appreciate that moment. <laughs> so... I guess now it's time for least favorite moments. So this was pretty, this was like just as hard to find one moment that I could call my least favorite, you know? Because it's like, you know, favorite moments, they're scattered throughout the entire movie. But, you know, this movie this movie. <laughs> you know, this movie is just, it's hard to find a least favorite moment. I know with, with, um, you know, All Monsters Attack, it was like, it was a little bit hard to find a, a moment, per se, but like, you know, I, I stuck with, you know, in the English dub, the, you know, Gamera Girl, it's just what I call her, because she was a Gamera actress, uh, but Ichiro's friend, um, never, never has a name, you know, she ha she never has a name in the English dub, so that was my least favorite moment, because, you know, I loved that movie so much, that it was hard to find a least favorite moment, so it's like, it's the same thing with this movie, except, you know, I don't like it as much as All Monsters Attack, but it is still really cool, um, 
basically, you know, it's like, it's not, it, it's hard to find a least favorite moment. So, I stuck with, um, with a moment that actually, like, I, I did not like, but, you know, did not affect the plot very much. Um, so, there is a moment where Katsura is trying to form her own opinion, and she is just, she's trying to, you know, be her own person. She's, she's trying to be, you know, you know, she is becoming more machine, but she's still trying to stay as human as possible, and you know she's she's forming her own opinion and her father just says like would you be quiet you know would you be quiet um you should be more like your mother your mother was always calm and kept to herself and did what she was told and it's like hold on what you know it's like no you can't no you you can't you can't say that to someone, you know? It's like people have their own opinion. Just because you're trying to ruin her life by making her machine doesn't mean she has to have a bad life. And it's like it would make more sense if it was coming from one of the aliens. But it's like for Katsura's father to say that, it's like just terrible so that that is my least favorite moment okay so um i have like one talking point for this i i know i don't usually do like talking points but i have one particular uh talking point for this movie and that is this movie is grim it's very it's very dark because, you know, Katsura sacrifices herself. Like, we see a monster get tortured. Um, you know, a, a scientist's entire career goes to shambles. I'm like, Godzilla, you know, Godzilla goes away, basically. And it's very... Oh, excuse me. Um, it's very, very uh, powerful, you know. Um, I'd say this movie has a lot of depth. What, what I would say. Okay, so uh, let's move on to impact. So, of course, you know, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla is the more well-known film because it introduced Mechagodzilla. Um. But, you know, I, I feel like this, this movie has a lot of fans that would, uh, like, happily stand behind it. If someone was like, this film is trash, you know, like, they would put up a very good argument for why it's not. <laughs> um... You know, like, I, I think there are people who would do that. Uh, 
but you know is it the most popular godzilla movie ever no is it the best godzilla movie ever no is it a good godzilla movie yes is it a good one that people would stand up for yes so i mean it's you know it, it's not like it's not hated around the world but it's also not like loved by millions of people okay um final thoughts so my final thoughts of this movie it was good it was very uh it was it was very very good um I would definitely watch it again. I've, well, I have. I've watched it many times, actually. Um, it it was a it was a good movie. Um, and I highly suggest that you watch it. You know, if you if you are looking in your movie in your Godzilla movie collection cabinet, whatever, um, and you're just like. And you're just stuck on which Godzilla movie you should watch. And you have, like, a, a list. You know, it's either, like... So, it's either going to be Godzilla vs. Megacurus, Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters, all of check. Or it's going to be, um... This. I would suggest this over all three of those. Don't get me wrong. I like GMK. But, I think this is better. You know, like, if you're, if you're just sitting around, and you're, and you're a little bored, and you don't know what to do, um, like, just as, like, something to pass the time, watch this movie, I mean, you know, if your, if your friends came over for, like, a party or something, or, like, if they just came over, you know, and neither of you, like, knew what to do, you know, if you put this movie on, that wouldn't be a terrible idea, you know? Like, I, I think, depending on what kind of person your friend is, I think they would like it. Or at least, I don't think they would hate it, you know? I, I definitely think this film is good enough that someone wouldn't hate it. But, if you do want to, uh, talk about a Godzilla film that someone would hate, go listen to my, um, either my Godzilla Raids Again episode, or my Godzilla vs. Hedora episode. Because those are two very, very bad, bad, bad movies. <laughs> so... Yeah, without further ado, this is Calling Monster Island Podcast, signing off.